Welcome to the Flourish Heights podcast, made for women by women. I'm your host, Valerie Adjamine, women's health dietitian and the founder of Flourish Heights. To be empowered in health starts with a true connection with your body. Together, we are breaking through topics surrounding periods, women's nutrition, body awareness, self-care, and much more. Let's flourish and be the best version of ourselves. Why is it so damn hot outside? Like, why? (laughs) I was considering getting my natural hair silk pressed in a few weeks, but then I'm like, that's so stupid. I'm literally going to spend all this money just for it to sweat out. So to my natural hair sisters listening, I am talking to you. Please help me. What are your advice and tips on keeping a fresh silk press poppin' in the heat? Or else I'm really going to keep these braids out all summer long because I don't know how y'all be doing the wigs. It's just... It's just not for me. Um, But yeah, it's been like sticky, humid, like grossly hot, damn near 100 degrees outside here in the D.C. area. And so y'all will not see me. Y'all will not see me out. Mm -mm. Ain't no hot girl summer out here for me. (laughs) Uh, During these hotter months, our bodies are losing more water. So if you are not staying hydrated, ladies, your honeypot will not be thriving this summer. Okay, especially if you got plans, if you know what I mean, Um, y'all need to make sure that y'all are staying hydrated. And you should know, if you don't know already, that the water, water makes up 60% of our body mass and it helps our bodies carry out its functions. And in addition to that, it gives your skin that glow while keeping out the toxins. But if you are not staying properly hydrated, your honeypot will not be happy And dehydration can take a big toll on our vaginal health. And you may ask how. Well, if you're not drinking enough water, your skin is prone to dryness. I think that's the obvious one, which is where it all really begins. So think of it like this. Whatever's going on on the outside of your body is a direct reflection of the inside of your body. So if your vaginal skin area is dry, then likely the inside is also dry. And other than itching or just being dried out, it can lead to or exaggerate yeast infections. And don't worry, we'll talk about that in a future episode with a special guest. But the vagina is a delicate ecosystem. And if something as serious as dehydration throws it off, the pH balance can also be thrown off and a domino effect of complications can start to set in. And some of these complications I'm referring to include bacterial vaginosis, an increase in contracting STIs, of course, vaginal dryness, and others like having um, less abundant cervical mucus, which is super important for your fertility, and lower blood volume, meaning that there's less blood flow headed to your lady part. When there's an insufficient blood flow to the vaginal area, it can contribute to female orgasmic problems, and the list goes on. But basically, all that to say is that we don't want that. (laughs) We don't want that. Who would have thought that just simply not getting enough water could lead to all of these issues, especially with our, you know, vagina? (laughs) So I hope this encourages you to make sure you are staying hydrated. And if you are constantly drinking alcohol, caffeine, and all the salty foods, 
they are pretty much all dehydrating. So you want to make sure you're increasing your water intake alongside those foods and drinks. Now, especially if you are a coffee-holic because coffee has a diuretic effect and diuretics do make you produce more urine, meaning you will lose more sodium and more water. And therefore, when you lose too much sodium and water, you may become dehydrated. And so if you are the one that is dependent on coffee every single day throughout the day, make sure you're drinking water with that. And another thing is if you are exercising heavily or maybe you're under the weather, you're feeling very ill, or you live in an area where it's super hot and humid, you'll definitely want to make sure that you're getting enough to drink as well. Now, one of the questions that I always get, literally like all the time, is how much water do I need to drink? I know a lot of people are trying to reach their goal of getting one gallon of water a day, but ladies... It's not really necessary. Like, I hate to break it to you, but one gallon of water is like a lot. (laughs) And so like truly, most women do not need this much water. All it's really doing is overhydrating you and altering your electrolyte and possibly creating an imbalance, especially when it comes to the sodium levels and super low sodium levels and water intoxication. They are super real. And it can be pretty dangerous. Now, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to keep it real. Um, I think we're all used to hearing like, you know, 64 ounces a day or eight cups, whatever. Everyone has different water needs. And many factors impact how much water you need, including your age, um, your activity level, whether you're breastfeeding or you're pregnant, and just your overall health. I mean, I in the past, I've worked with people with congestive heart failure, with kidney disease, and other health conditions where they had to actually be like really, really, really conscious of their water intake, or, you know, it would lead to other health issues. So I do think the constant emphasis on getting a gallon of water Um, you know, it can be pretty dangerous advice. I've seen that all over the media. And so if you are a healthy woman, I mean, it's probably not going to be super duper harmful, um, but I wouldn't force it if you don't need to. And of course, if you have questions, like talk to your doctor, talk to a dietitian, they can help you. Um, And a super general recommendation would be to just drink half your body weight in ounces So you probably know this already, but a really quick and easy way to check if you are getting enough water overall is to take a look at the color of your urine. If you are consuming enough, your urine color will be a pale, like a pale um, yellow. Or if it's like a really dark yellow or amber color, you definitely, definitely need to increase the amount that you're consuming or that you're drinking, um, rather. And so another question I usually get is, how do I know if I am dehydrated? Ideally, you should be drinking enough, you know, water throughout the day and not show any signs of dehydration. By the time that you show signs such as thirst, your body has been in need of hydration for way too long. However, Nobody's perfect, including myself, and sometimes we need that reminder. So a few signs, um, as I mentioned before, if you're, you have to check your urine color, you know, if your pee is yellow, um, you know, the, the more dehydrated you are, the more yellow it is. 
Another sign you want to look for is if you are always feeling tired, it might really just be because you need more water. So check your energy levels. That could tell you quite a lot. Um, And then another thing is you're hungry way too often. When you're not getting enough water in your system, your body can be sending you signals that you may be misreading it as hunger. And both hunger and thirst are regulated by the same parts of the brain. And the signals feel pretty similar. So before you prepare to grab a snack, just drink some water, kind of check in, you know, ask you know, your, yourself a question like, when was the last time I had, you know, a bottled water? And wait about 15 to 20 minutes to see if the signal you interpreted was thirst. So I would just say before you kind of reach for the snack, I mean, of course, if you say, okay, I haven't had food in a couple hours, whatever, I need to agree to snack, of course do that. But my point is just sometimes it's actually our body telling us it's thirsty rather than it being hungry. So yeah, just kind of monitor that. Um, And then another way to know um, if you're, you know, you're dehydrated. It could be just checking your skin to see if it's dry and flaky. When there's not enough water in your body, your skin will sacrifice its own hydration to support the rest of your organs in your body, which is actually actually pretty cool to me. But those are a couple signs that you will know if you are dehydrated. To prevent dehydration and to really, really make sure your body has the fluid it needs is to drink a glass of water with each meal and between meals um, before, during, and after exercise, and if you are feeling thirsty. Those are just some, you know, three tips that you can just make sure that you are constantly hydrating yourself. Apart from that, I wanted to mention that water is not the only option for staying hydrated. What you eat also provides a significant portion. So for example, Many fruits and vegetables, such as watermelon and cucumbers and spinach, they're almost 100% water by weight, which is another reason why you should be loading up on more produce, okay? Um, In addition to that, beverages such as milk, um, 100% juice, herbal teas, those are all composed of mostly water, which can contribute to your daily water intake. And if you're watching your added sugar intake, that can be found in a lot of beverages. So I would just say, you know, Be aware of that, read the food label, um, and then you'll be good to go there. When I'm in my nutrition counseling sessions, I always ask, how many bottles of water do you drink in a day? And you wouldn't believe how many women are drinking a bottle or less every single day. And I'm talking about, you know, like the 16.9 fluid ounce water bottles. Yeah, so those. And a bottle or less is it's like nothing. So I'm always like, okay, you know, I ask them why. And most of the time, like 95% of the time, I always get their response. Oh, I'm too busy or, oh, I forgot. Um, so if this is you and you can relate, I wanted to share just a couple of things you can do to just, you know, make sure you are staying hydrated when you're, you know, having those busy days or you're just really forgetful. The first thing is to buy a cute colorful water bottle okay get fancy if you have to because there are so many styles out there I think just having like a nice water bottle encourages you to bring it around more and leave it in your sight and so if you are interested in that Amazon has tons and tons and tons of water bottles out there Um, you can definitely search and find one that fits your personal needs 
The second tip I have for you, if you are super forgetful or it's too busy to drink water, set hourly alarms. I know it can get annoying, but it has worked for so many of my clients. You have no idea. Just simply setting alarms on your phone um, that can encourage you to drink more water. And it can be as simple as naming your alarm like, you know, hey, drink some water. Um, and if you're also trying to get in, get in more steps in the day, you can have, you know, get up and get a glass of water. So whatever is going to work for you. But like I said, I know people who have utilized their alarms on their phones or, you know, they use like their calendar and just like have a notification set. That's worked pretty well. So if you are like working from home or you're like glued to that computer, wherever you are throughout the day, um, definitely try that out and see, you know, if that works for you. And it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to try. So the third tip I have for you, if you are super forgetful or you're just too busy, if that, if that is you, make time markers. I've seen it done on a water bottle or it, you know, you can utilize your planner or you can buy a water bottle that has the time markers on it. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. So you can set goals um, and you can say like, okay, by 4 p.m., I'm going to drink this amount of water. So just setting goals for time can really help you to stay on track with how many you drink already and how many you have left to go. All right. So <laughs> if you are having a hot girl summer, a hot mom summer, a hot wife summer, whatever, <laughs> whatever that means to you, basically, you better get in on these tips quickly because we cannot be parched and dehydrated. We need to be properly hydrated so that we can have a better glow. We can stay lubricated and moisturized and all the things. Okay, sis. um all right well if you enjoyed this episode support the flourish heights podcast by leaving a five-star rating and a comment please and thank you and you can also subscribe and share with a friend i would highly appreciate that i will be back with a new episode very soon so in the meantime stay hydrated and keep flourishing Mm -hmm.